Hello, and welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast about grappling and life from the female perspective. I'm Jen Eads. I'm a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt. And that's all I have. <laughs> that's enough for this podcast. Okay, great. <laughs> In this episode, oh, this is going to be a good one. This is about avoiding the funk. Not like the cool James Brown parliament kind of funk, like the bad funk. Right. More like everybody. Yeah, yeah. Wash your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind. That kind. Where do we even start with this episode? Oh, man. Okay, so let's just talk about the hazards, right? Let's, okay. let's start with that. Let's start with the fear. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's a great um, way to kick yeah. an episode off. <laughs> so, you know, like a lot of, um, you know, especially high school sports, that kind of stuff, like you think about wrestling or football, contact sports like that. Um, there's a terrible amount of ringworm and staff and all those things that, you know, are terrible and you want to avoid. Yeah. Um, IBJJA has been open for over 19 years and we've never had an outbreak of staff. Okay. That makes me feel good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to know. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that nobody like single person has, you know, ever not, you know, like we've had people get it, mm-hmm. but it's typically from going to a tournament or, um, you know, training at an open mat somewhere else or, you know, traveling or whatever. So, I mean, people still get it. They just can't train while they have it. That's yeah. an important thing. Um, actually, we had a former student that had moved out to like, I think Seattle or something, and he was training and um, he noticed a guy had ringworm in several places and that the coach didn't care. And he was like, yeah, I quit. He's like, if you don't care that he's training with ringworm everywhere, he's like, oh I don't, my God. I can't train here. Yeah. What are the signs of this stuff? So just if you see something that you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go train today. Yeah. So like ringworm itself is is a circle. Like it okay. is a circle. It just is kind of like a little broken out circle, mm-hmm. um, usually with like nothing in the middle of it. Okay. So it's not an actual worm. <laughs> um, oh, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just a, like a, a fungus basically. Okay. Um, and then staph usually kind of almost looks like pimples. Mm-hmm. So that's something to look for. Like, if you just have this weird random red bump that's kind of itchy, something like that. Um, but yeah, so then you you want to steer clear of the mat and, you know, get it checked out if you need to, that kind of thing. So, yeah. You know, a couple important things here. Don't use antibacterial soap. Why? Uh, it, antibacterial soap kills the good bacteria too, and that good bacteria is needed to fight off fungus. Good to know. Yes. Yeah. So that's antibacterial soap is a horrible thing. And I think they're actually trying to do away with it. Really? Yeah. I've heard that. They're, yeah. They're trying to do away with it altogether. So, so you want to use like a antifungal soap and you know, like a good cheap option is head and shoulders. Really? Yep. Okay. Head never and shoulders. That. Good antifungal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, but you could wash your whole body with it. So I learn stuff every time. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'm a big fan of defense soap. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't sponsor me personally, just so you guys know. (laughs) I mean, they've always been very supportive of our uh, women's camp and everything. But um, I just I think they make incredible products. They make a great bar soap and gel soap. They make the pre-foam 
Um, they have a salve. So if you start to get a spot that looks kind of funky, you can mm-hmm. put the salve on there. Um, or if you get like cracked lips or something. Mm-hmm. I had a dermatologist tell me that something like 80% of staph comes from your nose. Yeah. And so he was telling me to put a little Neosporin in my nose every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but instead of that, I do the defense salve. Okay. So it's kind of nice because it has a little tingle. (laughs) So it kind of opens up your sinuses (laughs) and everything too. Um, But yeah, so I don't, you know, I can't say for sure that that helps keep the the funk away, but I, you know. Uh, doesn't hurt. I'm always willing to do yeah. the things that, you know, just in case. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd rather be prepared. Exactly. Um, and then, they, you know, like after training using like defense wipes or they have like a spray now um, and they have it in like even like an ounce bottle or something so that you can take it on the plane, which is oh, good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let me take my wipes on the plane. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like the things that they sometimes tell you you can't have. I'm like, but they're it, they're wipes. They're not liquid. What? I don't know. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, so they made me get rid of those ones. So, um, but so then the little spray bottle, at least you can spray your body off if if you're in a place that doesn't have a shower. So, oh, um, nice. Yeah. Some so all the defense stuff, I I'm a big fan of. And then uh, let's see, um, Heba cleanse. Okay. Okay. So this is stuff that you find at like Walgreens or CVS. It's pink and it kind of like foams. Okay. Um. The this is at what point do you need this? Is this like before or this is like this is this after? is still preventative? Okay. I think okay. so. Um, this is something like you know our our dermatologist that we work with used to work with Indiana Wrestling. Mm-hmm. He was their dermatologist, and so he's really good about like all of the things that you should be doing as like weekly or daily or whatever you know whatever mm-hmm. that looks like just to keep pre- preventative. So you know I'm a little I get a little obsessive you know like. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I'm good. So I do all the things to try and <laughs> keep from getting anything. But uh, Hibiclen, so you you basically foam it, foam it up, put it all over your body, and you just let it sit on your body for a minute. Okay. So, you know, whatever you're, you you know, want to do during that time, t- turn the water off, whatever. But so I try to do that once a week. And then anytime I compete or go train somewhere else, I'll do it that day too. Um, so like at the origin immersion camp, because there's 300 people there from wow. everywhere. <laughs> I did it every day there because yeah. I just wanted to make sure that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I like I like the HIPAA cleanse. <laughs> and is that the one that you said? No generic. Yes. No generic. Yeah. You definitely want like that. Or at least according to my dermatologist, you want the like actual stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then like if you have a spot that you're not sure of or that is like. Maybe just a like a cut or something that you worry about getting the funk in. Mm-hmm. Iodine, like okay. real iodine, it will stain your skin orange. But if it dries, it doesn't stain anything else, so you don't have to worry about it like getting on your clothes or anything. Oh, that's good. Um, you just let it dry, and it'll, you know, your your skin will be a little orange in that spot. But whatever, it's worth it. It'll kill anything. Um, but he he just told me if ever I got anything to put iodine on it, like. 20 times a day. I don't know. That's an exaggeration, but like <laughs> basically every time I thought about it, just to do it. And you want okay. like the iodine tincture. You don't want the, I don't know. There's like a combo one that you can like spray on you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the good stuff. You want okay. the the hardcore good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, 
Uh, something else we had on here that I think is probably pretty important is wash your gear after every oh, session. Gosh, yes, please, please wash your gear. Let me add wash th- that your belt is part of your gear and your belt does need washed. Um, that's a huge <laughs> controversy. Uh, some people think that all of their knowledge is in their belt, which is dumb. Um, <laughs> please wash your belt. It can get funky. It can spread the funk. Please, please wash your belt. But wash your gear after everything. So, um, you know, I've I've heard a lot of people from other places say stuff like, "Oh, well, you know, if I just drilled, then I won't, I won't wash my gear afterwards." You know, it it's didn't get sweaty. Blech. I don't think that really matters it, with what we're talking about. I don't about. think so either. I don't think so either. Um, it's it's just like some trick people play on themselves. Um, <laughs> But, you know, my rule is if it touches you, it touches the mat, it touches, you know, another person, it gets washed. Yeah. Every piece of equipment. Absolutely. Do not wear your gi without washing it again. Like even like, you know, I teach morning class. I teach night class. I wear different gis. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting that gi back on. Yeah. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah, it's it's important to make sure that you you wash your gear after every single time you use it every time you put it on wash it (laughs) so yeah and you know the the salt in your sweat breaks down the equipment so your your gear will actually last longer if you keep it clean so added bonus tip added bonus even more reason right wash it wash your gear i don't want to smell you before i'm even training with you (laughs) right I mean, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, like it it can spread funk by yeah. not being clean, just the fact that just you don't want to be the stinky person in class. No. You don't want to get that reputation. No. It's a bad thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough <laughs> that I'm worrying about. Right. That I don't want to be the stinky white belt. <laughs> no, no. And it, you know, it always sucks if somebody comes up and like, hey, can you talk to that person? I don't think they wash their gi. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'll talk to them. I mean, that's my job, right? Like, but yeah, it, it sucks. Like you don't ever want to have to tell somebody, hey, when did you wash that gi last? Like, right. Kind of stinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think on that note, <laughs> we should probably head into our on and off the mat tips for this week. Okay. What's our on the mat tip? The on the mat tip is if you have concerns about the cleanliness of the mats in your gym, volunteer to clean them. Yeah, absolutely. Like I have been to gyms where I know the mats aren't being cleaned on a regular basis. And so, you know, before class, like, hey, you want me to mop this real fast? You know, like actually at Origin Camp, like, you know, it's it's just long. It's busy. I don't know who was in charge of mopping, but there was one day we got back after lunch or something and the mats looked a little dirty. And James and I kicked all 200 people off the mats <laughs> and him and I went through and mopped them real fast. And um I one I think that was pretty cool because like James was one of the head instructors at camp. So uh-huh. when they come in, you know, these people are all like, "Okay, this black belt is cleaning the mats," and you know, like, so it it kind of it's cool in that manner that they see that happening. Like we mm-hmm. care about the cleanliness because we care about you. Like right. that's important. We talked about that in a previous episode. Like when yeah. you go in, if if the school isn't clean, then they don't care about your safety as much. Mm-hmm. But if you're already training at the gym and 
you just don't think the mats are being cleaned properly or often enough or whatever, volunteer to help. Like it's more important to me that I train on clean mats than it is, you know, that somebody else is doing it. I would rather just step up and be like, yeah, I'll clean them. Yeah. Yeah. And then off the mats, I'm going to say, wear your shoes off the mat. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Wearing your shoes off the mats (laughs) in the bathroom. Especially. Please. Anytime you're not on the mat, you should have your shoes on, but especially in the bathroom, like people drip, even if you just wipe it up, you know, like it's still there. And then you step on the mat and my face goes on the mat. Like I just, that's not what you want. (laughs) Um, There was a gym that, you know, I had trained at fairly regularly and I started realizing nobody wore their shoes in the bathroom. And I was like, I don't know that I'll ever train here again. When I, you know, like, yeah, I can't do that. That's so gross to me. At the ego, if we catch you in the bathroom without your shoes on, you're disqualified, completely disqualified. Like you're done for the day. It's so gross. <laughs> Wear your shoes in the bathroom. <laughs> wash your hands afterwards. James once yes. in rules announced, be human, wash your hands. And it became like a saying amongst all my friends, like be human, <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and there was a, another gym I went to and they, you took your shoes off at the door, mm-hmm. which I've been to a few that are that way. And that's fine. That, that means they don't wear shoes in the whole gym. That's fine. One of those places had shoes outside the bathroom. Great. Then flip-flops outside the bathroom. Perfect. Yeah. The other didn't. And I was like, uh, so I ran back to the door, got my shoes, took them in the bathroom. Like I would rather, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to wear shoes in the bathroom. <laughs> Such a good point. Great, great off the mat tip. <laughs> All right. Yay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for spending time with us today. Make sure you share, like if you're going to share any episode, I think this is the one to share. Especially if the stinky kid needs to hear it, you can be like, hey, you should check out this podcast. Totally check out this podcast. And you can typically share the episode from Spotify, from your favorite podcasting app of choice, they usually have a little share button on there or a little arrow. Use that, send it to the stinky kid, and they will just (laughs) think that you are hipping them to a really cool podcast. But start with this episode. (laughs) But after they hear the end, they might go, huh. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay if they figure it out on their own. And it saves you the conversation. Yes, that's true. It's cool. So share this episode or this whole podcast with anyone that you think needs to hear it. And guess what? You can continue the conversations in this podcast with us over on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And you can also find me there at Brassy Broad Jen. And me at AJ Klingerman. So find us, connect with us. Ooh, and now we are also on Twitter at Beauty and the Gee. And we will see you on on the the mat. mat.